Hey, I'm Lex. And I'm Serena. Host of the Dream Body Playbook Podcast. A show all about transforming your life and your body to what you've always dreamed of. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests. And you'll get weight loss tips galore from top pros in the industry. And you're going to hear fitness secrets from the CCP team. Plus, you'll get nutrition and training help with our Is It Worth It episodes, where we'll review the latest trends hitting the internet to let you know if it's actually worth your time. Listen every Wednesday to the Dream Body Playbook. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Dream Body Playbook podcast. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Mm. We have our first guest here. Yay. I'm your first guest? Yes. <laughs> okay, now I'm really sweating. <laughs> I did not put that together. Pressure is on. Yes, our nice. first guest. That makes of, sense. Yeah. Yes. Thinking about your episodes, that makes sense. I didn't put it together. And you know here. what? I Well, so since we were the Dream Body Playbook, we're, you're our first guest. And I'm so like, it makes such a difference to have you like in the studio and like, yeah. actually, not just like looking at a screen on Zoom. Yeah. Which it's so cool. I love it. But you guys, we have Emma here, Miss Emma Kinsley. Woo! Oh my gosh, I never hear that. I know. Whatever <laughs> I was saying, it, it sounds kind of weird. I feel like all yeah. my friends before they're married, I'm like, I still see them as their maiden names. Yeah. But no, not yeah. anymore. I still go by my maiden name at work. Do you? Yeah. So like, I really don't know who I am. Ever. <laughs> I introduce myself. I'm like, I'm Emma. <laughs> and that's it. That's all she wrote. That's it. Well, we have a really cool topic to talk with you about today. Miss Emma is going through her second prep for her second bodybuilding competition. Woo. And we're going to talk all things detailed inside and out. So do you just want to like tell us your story real quick? Like give us a rundown. I've got some like structured questions that I'm going to want to ask you. Okay. But just give us a little outline. Okay. Yeah. Now, do we want it in the lens of fitness? I think so. I think a lot of my life intertwines with like fitness, health, and mental health mainly. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess I'll like to 2015. <laughs> Here we <laughs> go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but 2015, I graduated college, which is almost like weird to say. I said, like, I thought about that the other day and I was like, what year are we in? Like how, who, when? Regardless of, I graduated and I moved in with my dad and things just got like pretty rough. Mm. And I had to start on that tone, but that's really when fitness like kind of came to me. I needed some sort of outlet. Yeah. It wasn't yoga. It was not meditation. <laughs> it was not home workouts. And I was like, I'm going to go to Planet Fitness. And I went and I was a cardio girl. Yeah. Period. Um, Same. Then, yeah. We all were. Yeah. We all started there. Yep. And just like eyeing up the weights. Like, I want to yeah. be with you, but I don't know how to get there. Yeah. Um, and I was doing my best. I would go into little rooms and try things, look things up. Luckily, one of my best friends from like high school, when like really our foundation of our friendship was around music, mm -hmm. but she was going at that time going pro in the bikini division. Right. Shout and out jazz. Uh, yes, <laughs> shout out jazz. Love that. So I texted her and was like, "Hey, I know that you know how to do this whole gym thing. Can you come and show me how to maybe do this?" Yeah. And she came and she showed me all different types of workouts and like just like how to be confident with it so she would be like let's walk over to the free weights and let's just do a bunch of different exercises let's yeah. not focus on a muscle group like let's just get you comfortable with grabbing different weights and then realizing that it's too light or too heavy and yeah. having to go like change that's, it up like that's great so yeah. many people don't have that experience no they're just like thrown into the pit of fire and then stay with fives yeah and exactly, <laughs> that's exactly. Like, I don't want to put it down and I don't want to pick something up and then have to change because then I look weak or things like yeah. that like she helped me not even have to worry about that which was really cool mm -hmm. yeah um so I was 
just doing like solely workouts and I thought that I was like working on that nutrition thing. I actually did Herbalife, which I totally forgot until just now. <laughs> did Herbalife? Oh, I did Herbalife. Okay. I even went to like like meetings events. and stuff for it. Wow. No, you didn't. I did. What? I went to events and uh, like they were like workout things in fields. And uh, oh, in I fields. will. <laughs> yeah, we were like in an out. out it's like a cult. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. In retrospect, I mean, yeah, oh, okay. That was a time and I definitely forgot. I think I suppressed it. Maybe I put it in a box. You probably did. Yeah. I would have too, so it's I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have a side note about Herbalife. Ooh, oh, you know that CLT nutrition place? Yeah, with the, the drinks. Yeah, but it's now like something else. I just passed it the other day. Oh. Well, all of their stuff, like all of those like little smoothie shops and drink places, oh, yeah. are just Herbalife products. It's just Herbalife. Get out. No, literally, yeah. it's their powders mixed with water. There's no actual yeah, food like, in it at all. Yeah, we have we used to have one in Auburn. It was called Auburn Nutrition, and they taste good. They do. They do. Oh, it's delicious. They taste good, but it's all <laughs> Herbalife powders. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yep. <laughs> Anything that's like. So and so name town name nutrition. It's Herbalife. Oh likely. my gosh, yeah. that's wild. Right. right? Is that like a whole other? That could have been you. It literally could have been. Could have been a storefront. I will say it was tasty. The cookies and cream. I was like, oh yeah. Breakfast, lunch, dinner hit me. I remember the one in Auburn. They had a cinnamon toast crunch, mm. and I can't have normal cinnamon toast crunch because gluten. Hello. But I used to love it when I was a child. So when I would get it, I'd be like, yes. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is exactly it. what I've been craving for years. <laughs> right? But then when I found out, it was like, what's up, y'all? So we don't run ads on this podcast, and we probably won't ever. Our goal here is to share as much information and value with you as possible, with a little entertainment, of course. But with that, we need your help in getting the word out about the Dream Body Playbook. So all we're asking for you to do is send this episode to a friend that you think would really benefit from it, or share it on your social media stories and tag us. Also, one other thing we're going to be doing is giving away a $100 Amazon gift card to someone who rates and reviews this podcast every single month. So thank you in advance. And we're looking forward to reading your reviews, but we'll get back to the episode. All powders and stuff. I was like, oh, that's not as fun. fun right. I was like, that's not as fun. Yeah. Wait a minute. I, I think thought I you guys were getting real creative. kitchen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. If you ever look at them making know. it though, they have like, you know, like the jello shot tubware things that you make them with like the little solo lids and stuff oh, that you make yeah, jello yeah, shots yeah. from. Oh, yeah. yeah. They normally like have the mixtures already just like powdered prepped in there and they just throw it in the blender with some ice and water. That's hysterical. Yeah. yeah. And that's then literally they literally top to it, it with the cinnamon toast crunch or the lucky charms or whipped cream. Or yeah. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Have they, uh, does, is, does anybody care? Nobody cares? I don't Me? think they care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. There's that. They still have a clientele, so I guess that's good. Yeah. I mean, I lost 14 pounds on the program. I remember doing it, losing 14 pounds, and then stopping, and then gaining it right back right. naturally. But Makes sense. Yeah. The, that, was a, that was a whole thing. That went on for quite a bit. And then, uh, so I guess in... Uh, 2017 jazz actually so I continued doing that from 2015 to 2017 lifting weights and thinking that I was fueling my body properly mm -hmm. and uh, then in 2017 jazz was doing like a challenge like a 14 week challenge and nice. she asked me like hey would you be interested in doing it um, and I was like yeah absolutely and that was when I learned what macros were Ooh, mm -hmm. game changer 2017 <laughs> Whoa. I and it was hard it was hard I like genuinely struggled with that and math is not my forte so like I made it way more difficult than it needed to be but that was when I really dialed in and ate the foods to support what I was doing in the gym and that hmm. was when like the beginner gains like really started flowing yeah. in and so it was a blast. And then from there, it was just like, oh, my gosh, how can I tell more people about this, like, nugget of information <laughs> that nobody knows about? Like, this is crazy. How do I spread the word? So that was really 
fun just like getting more and more into it. And then flash forward to 2019, I went to my first show as a spectator. Mm -hmm. So it was an NPC show in Charleston, bikini division. I was really there for, and to watch, to see like, what is this whole thing about? Cause jazz always like talked so much about it. And it Mm -hmm. was like really cool to see her passion for it as well. And then learning what I knew and like hearing the science behind the process of it all. I was just like, this is just very interesting. We sat, I remember sitting in the crowd and the moment I look over at jazz and I was like, yeah, let's get me on that stage. <laughs> I think like, I need, let's do it. <laughs> I think I need to do this. So yeah, then come, t- we continued to bulk and just add more muscle um, as much as we could. And then 2021 went into that prep and mm-hmm. hit my show, my first show in October and mm-hmm. absolutely dominated. Yeah. Oh my God. Dominated. Yeah. I think I lost my mind. <laughs> I know. the show. I was the, the craziest thing. Sometimes I look at pictures from that and I'm just like, that was like a dream, right? And then I see like other people, like I see our picture and I'm like, uh-huh. oh no, that, that was real. It was real. That, <laughs> like, was that real. happened. <laughs> I vividly remember it was like after, because first novice, right? Yes. Yeah. True novice. True novice. That's what it was. And I remember one of the judges came up to the stage to say something to you. And I just remember seeing the look on your face. And afterwards, I was like, what did she say? And I guess she like, complimented you and was like you did a freaking phenomenal job or something like that and I was like that's gotta feel great it was so it was like uh, and first of all I did not anticipate this that the community was going to be as like Mm -hmm. kind yeah they are (laughs) you're like rbf max yeah I was like did you just pause to compliment me like in the middle of this like and then I dropped my crown and even the head judge was like you're doing great and I was like oh my god like this is so nice it it was it's total Emma though like you were your complete (laughs) self the entire time that was like what was so great about it too yeah you dominated that I love that it was it was a blast it was a very strange world after competing I will say Uh there was like probably a lot of fog after that Mm -hmm. like the come down from that type of high yeah. I don't think I've ever experienced that. And I don't think I was prepared for it. I remember you were kind yeah. of like talking about that on your stories and stuff. And that's something that I do want to talk about with yeah. you. So the thanks. That was a great, like, <laughs> I didn't realize it started that far. Right. Yeah. Like, I thought it started like 2021. You were like, oh, let's just do it. Mm-mm. But it started like way in advance, too, which is like a just burning inside of you. Yeah, like, it was like little little spurts. <laughs> I got a yeah. little taste of it and then I was hungry for more and just kept diving deeper. So when you first made that decision, like, let's get me on stage, when you said that to Jazz, what was like one of the most ex- like biggest excitement thing going through your head or into the biggest fear that you had going through your head? Hmm. I will say I was fearless. Period. I, I love was, it. I, was I need like, that. <laughs> it's yeah, like, right? whatever you tell me to do, I'm doing it. Like, there's no, there. I mean, of course you have the fears of like, am I going to be hungry one day when I don't want to be hungry? Like right. that stuff. But for the most part, it was like, let's just go. Let's give it everything we've got. And I'm definitely a 100% or a no percent person. Yeah. And I also am a stickler for rules, which sometimes I wish I could change about myself. But <laughs> I like have to follow rules. So if somebody says like, do this, I'm like, okay, I have to do exactly that. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was definitely like a fearless endeavor. I think the thing I was most excited about is that I've been on the side of the spectrum when it comes to like health, mental health, fitness, all mm-hmm. of that where completely uneducated, maybe a little unhinged, (laughs) and and very unhealthy on like that side of the spectrum. And then I felt like I started kind of going into this space where balance became a thing and education Mm -hmm. became a thing. And I started to understand what 
nutrition and fitness really was and how to like take care of your body. And I was in this place where I was like, I'm so healthy and I'm so strong and I'm confident in myself and I'm in a good place mentally. And, and what does it look like if I keep going? Right. Because a lot of people see these people on stage, these competitors on stage and like, oh my God, this is the epitome of health. And it's like, no, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, it's not. Cause that's like the other, to me, that was the other end of the spectrum. So like I've seen myself at that side and I keep doing like a, like a sliding thing or something like that. But I was really excited to see myself in that light, see myself in that lean physique to see the work that I've been putting on it all that time. Mm -hmm. And, but also to kind of experience what it's like on that side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so I can really feel like I've been able to have a toe in all of these different, like, facets of fitness. Yeah. That makes sense. Like emotional intelligence around it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And and also the physical, the like physicalities of it as well. There are uh, so many insecurities growing up with my body, my shape and blaming like, oh, I have a small torso. That's why. And then like leaning out and yeah. being honest. I'm like, no, I don't have a small torso. I, was yeah. just, I just had some extra fat there and like, that's okay. Yeah. So I, I think the seeing myself that lean as well was something I was really interested in. Mm-hmm. I've been working out since 2015 and I was right. like, what it, what does it look like under the, like under Yeah, like this how far extra... can I actually take it? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Got it. And do you think that you're happy with how far you've got? Meaning? Like just overall end of the day, because I feel like sometimes when people do look at bodybuilders, they're like, oh, I want to be that lean, blah, 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 blah. But then maybe they get there and they're, they don't really, oh, oh, they don't really that. like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Love that. Like yeah. satisfied. Right. Oh my gosh. Being that lean and like looking at your face and you're kind of like, who dat? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not my face. It's like, what happened? That's not my face. And also, like, I started to feel just like, like, people look at you differently, definitely, when you're that lean. But it's not in, like, a, especially, like, the week of your show and stuff. Like, yeah. it's not. Like, peak week is different kind of lean. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like, a, oh, my God, I want to click her. It's like, oh, my God, someone get her a cheeseburger. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that, didn't love that. And then I will say, I was so excited to, like, see what abs looked like. <laughs> like, what does that feel like? And then I was like, mm, not that cool. <laughs> You're like, mm, not that cool. Been there, done that. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Not that, yeah, like even when I had them and everything looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, and like, okay, like put your shirt down. Like doesn't really matter. <laughs> and I, I think also there was a, there was definitely a time and I, that, once I was like really getting close to that show date where I was like, am I not sexy anymore? Like, does my fiance maybe not like, is he not interested in this physique and things mm-hmm. like that? So there was definitely some insecurities that started to come into play being that lean. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I wasn't competing because I wanted to be lean. And I think mm-hmm. that's important. I think a lot of yeah. people go into the sport saying like, I want to look like that. So I want to compete. And yep. uh, what I was interested in was the process to look like that. Like what does, what goes into it? What is the work? And I think that's so huge because mm-hmm. I will say there is, I've, I've had many conversations with people who are in the bodybuilding uh, space that they're using the bodybuilding to hold on to their eating disorder. Mm-hmm. And there's oh. two different things, but I think what you've just said there, and we've actually talked about this a lot is you're completely detached from the outcome. Mm, you're yes. just, you're just along for the ride and you're so detached from the outcome that you're just here for the experience. And I think that's where you need to be to have a healthy relationship with it mm-hmm. and actually enjoy the process of mm-hmm. it. Cause if you're not, and you're so constantly thinking about like, Oh, the leanness, the leanness, the less food, the less food, whatever it may be, it's going to become obsession, like an obsession and it's going to yep. become so unhealthy. 
But I think the way you just explained it is a very healthy version of it. Yeah. And, and right. It's like find your healthy pieces in the process because right. you might get to a place and some not everybody needs to get to a place where they're eating like an, an insanely small amount of calories. Like some yeah. people don't have to do that. And like, yeah. oh, God bless them. <laughs> so, so lucky. But I mean, sometimes you really are getting into those like really small numbers and you look at your day and you're kind of like, I got nothing to work with here. But like just having that mindset that it's like, I'm doing this because I want to put my best foot forward. Like I'm challenging myself because the things that I learned about myself during my first prep was the like fortitude and the discipline and the time management. And like, it's a selfish sport, right? Yeah. Like it's all Mm -hmm. for yourself, but just like boundaries and uh, which I know y'all love to talk about. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We do like boundaries here. (laughs) But all of that was just like just all these different pieces that were helping me grow as not only a competitor but also as wife a sister a daughter a friend like a cat mom like it just it challenged me in all different areas of my life yeah I love that I know that's great it sounds like from your experience you took away more than just you know getting a trophy and looking lean yes yes I could have left there with no trophies and I would have felt I mean I wouldn't have had that crazy come down maybe I don't know the seeing yourself in that light period was just something different but I truly feel like all the lessons I learned were before my show date anyway Hmm. okay Okay. yeah so that leads me to my next question okay what was the hardest thing about your first prep and then what was the easiest thing about your first prep or you could even tie it into this prep too if you want yeah yeah right just the whole process so I think that the easiest thing Man, like I don't nothing. Know I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I kind I, of expected that from him to come yeah, out. I was like, yeah. maybe she's going to say nothing. Maybe nothing. It was all really hard. You know what I will, I, I think the easiest thing was my relationship with my coach. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. and anybody who's competing, you have a coach. Don't not have a coach. Have a coach. And I'll pause you there. Not us. We are not prep coaches. I will right. refer you, you out. Yes. <laughs> I will Referrals. refer you out. <laughs> yes. we are, that is not our forte. But yes. So fair. Yeah. I love the disclaimer. <laughs> but like my communication with her, I'm fortunate she's my best friend. Mm-hmm. So my communication with her and having her support and that honesty and uh, like to help battle the challenges week over week because it was to the point like we're talking every day mm-hmm. and uh, I also know that some people that have coaches they don't have that benefit so I because Jazz not only cares about me as a client but cares about me as a friend I had that additional layer of love I guess I'll mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. so I think that was the easiest thing being able to like have that like 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah. And Definitely. I'm sure she could say the same thing back to you as well. It's like, mm. it's probably a little bit easier for her to give you some tough love because yeah. you know for a fact it's coming from a place of love instead mm-hmm. of someone random who might take it the wrong way. Such yep. a good point. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't imagine doing that with a stranger. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine it. For your other part of the question, the hardest part was probably the perceptions. Like, the amount of times you hear, oh, just one bite won't kill you. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, I know. I'm not doing, I'm not not eating that because I think it's going to kill me, woman. <laughs> um, uh, like, I'm doing it because yeah. I, don't, I don't want to. And yep. I think it's hard for people to wrap their heads around. Mm-hmm. So I, while I had the most incredible outpour of support from my friends and family, like, I really did. There's still those, like, backhanded comments that 
they didn't mean it. They didn't mean to make me yeah. feel that way. But even strangers, I'll never forget. This might have been the hardest day of my prep, my last prep. I was at the pool. You guys are really loving and relating to this conversation and want to continue to learn more about this topic and countless others. Listen up. This is for you. We want to give you access to our free community of women on similar paths to you. Shoot us a DM on Insta with the word Facebook and we will get you in there ASAP. And uh, me and Pat went with his his parents were at the pool and we're having a nice time laying on a float. And I was like, I'm tired. Like, let's go lay down, go and lay down. And some stranger ended up walking over to us and she was so sweet. And she ended up sitting down with us and talking to us. And uh, Pat's parents were new in the neighborhood and she was going on about all these different places to eat in the new town that they're in. And at first I was just like, oh, cool. Like, that's good to know. That's good to know. And like, I'm kind of in the conversation, but I feel myself pulling out because this was a Sunday. My check-ins are Sunday. And it was another week where like weight was staying the same. We're Mm -hmm. pulling calories. We're increasing cardio. And I was just feeling defeated. I was feeling exhausted. Jazz was telling me I probably am not going to be ready for the show that I really wanted to do. So it was just like a day where I was like, oh my gosh, this this sucks. Like This really (laughs) sucks. Kind of like, I wish you would just shut up and stop talking about food. Oh my God. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I, I was sitting there and I just started like music is a huge thing for me. So I just start, I closed my eyes and I just started singing <laughs> like a freak at the pool. <laughs> She's like, Whoa, what's wrong with this girl? <laughs> is she okay? Um, I'm like, no, I'm not. But that was probably the hardest thing. And it was all just a comment from somebody who had no ill intent. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think like battling that, knowing that nobody, it's like, it'd almost be better if they were doing it because they had ill intent. Like right, the, the right. innocence of it makes yeah. it feel harder. Because so. then you know you can't really Really can't say anything. Yeah. If they had yeah. it all intent, you'd be like, all right, pause. Yeah, you're a jerk. Yeah, but like, right? you're not. You're a sweet person telling us about all these places we can go eat. And I'm sad because I can't eat there. So like yeah. it's a me problem. Right. So I think that was the most difficult thing. Just those comments and things that really push you and they come in at a time when, you know, you're feeling your worst. Yeah. yeah. A question. <laughs> so how did you set boundaries around that? Like when you started to feel like that with other people, maybe not strangers, but people close to you in yeah. your life? Um, I definitely remember, and I did it again this year, I sent a text message to my like groups, my families and my friends, like, hey, I'm starting this, and this mm-hmm. is what I need from y'all is the support, and like not to point it out if I pull my scale out or if I bring my food out mm-hmm. at a restaurant or a family dinner, or if I'm asking you for the label mm-hmm. on something, like it's because I'm, I'm actively working on a goal yep. and I really could use your support. So I think just like expressing that I need the help was really crucial. And then I think like with Pat doesn't step foot in a gym. <laughs> he does not work out. He does not. And that is fine. That is a-okay. You are healthy. You are fine. You're active in your own way. You do not need to go to a gym. And uh, he was like with every single step with me. So mm-hmm. I saw him at that posing class with you taking notes. Yeah. It literally made me want to cry. My heart melted. I was like, Pat, what the heck? You're the sweetest human being. He's ridiculous. <laughs> when I tell you we get to that. Well, first of all, can we segue and talk about this posing clinic? Yeah, yeah. please do. The yeah. sweetest thing. Talking about support and like the kinds of support that's so helpful when you're doing something like this. <sighs> Pat will do stuff where like he's analyzing me. He'll analyze me when my calories start to get low, my cardio is high, and we're out at like a birthday party somewhere. He's watching me for him to realize when it's time for me to leave. Yeah. Because he's like, you're exhausted. You, you can need see to the go mood to bed. switch. Yeah. yeah. And like he's, t- and I didn't ask him to do that. So I'm yeah. very fortunate in that way. But so flash to this posing clinic that was going on this weekend. And I texted a few of my like bodybuilding friends that I don't have many and just like, Hey, do you want to like do this? And nobody was able to, which is totally fine. So I went to Pat and I was like, Hey, like 
would you maybe be interested? Because like I'm terrified of going. Like where do I park? I don't know. How do I walk in? <laughs> the parking anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> the parking anxiety. I can't. I can't do that. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, okay, cool. And we get there, and he's got the iPad, and he is just oh. jotting down notes. My like heart. I'm watching Star things and stuff. <laughs> and he's so stoked about it. And then we break out into like rooms to do like by our division, so we can do like one-on-one posing sessions, which I did not anticipate. Super cool. And Sandra <laughs> let me use her heels because I didn't bring my heels. It was just a wonderful experience. But Pat's in there making sure he's videoing when I'm getting feedback. So a, a pro would come up to me and be like, okay, I think like maybe if you twist this here, he's picking up the phone and making sure we have a video. So I know exactly what they said and what they tweaked on me so I can review it later. Oh, my heart. Like it was just like that type of support I know you cannot find but like when you do find it oh my gosh it was and then the whole way home he's like I think we need to really need to focus on the weeks in between your shows he's like your manager yeah yeah (laughs) he's like invested in my success in this in this sport and like that's the kind of stuff that makes this yeah like enjoyful that's fine yeah yeah. then you get to do it together too Mm -hmm. he's like on your team helping you out like it's it's just it's a selfish sport that you like you said but he's still on your team Mm -hmm. ladies if they wanted to they would like period Seriously, if they wanted to, they would. He'll text me, like, send me a, because, you know, I pre-everything in my macros app, and he'll be like, send me your screenshot. Like, I'll put your, send me a screenshot of your dinner. Like, I'll put it together for you. I'm just like, thanks. If I'm busy doing something, like, Uh because he knows that that's stressful. Yeah. So, yes, if they wanted to, they would. It's fabulous. I love that. I love that. It's the best. Cool. Okay, next question that I have. (laughs) And we might go down the tangent hole with this one, because I'm sure there's a lot of differences. But what's the difference between the last prep you did and the prep that you are doing? now (sighs) (laughs) you're like so much you know this prep has been weird Mm -hmm. why i don't feel like i'm in prep okay that's kind of good isn't it yeah super good (laughs) i think the reason i and talk about a tangent i think the reason (laughs) is because before my last season i was like bulking and you know just doing things a little differently and like trying to get my calories high and but also I wasn't coming out of a show. Like, I don't know. It was just different going into your first show and then coming out of that show and going into an actual true improvement season where it's intentional. Mm -hmm. So, like, everything I was still putting in my body was still intentional. Like, I didn't stop tracking. I I didn't stop drinking a gallon of water a day. I didn't stop prioritizing my sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, all of that, all of those like practices and the way you behave and the ethics and the discipline that I had during my last season of prepping for my competition just kind of like continued. And uh, I think because we started again and we started like third week of February, second week of February, I just kind of like kept going. So I don't feel like I'm in prep. The only time I do is when somebody's like, oh, do you want to go on a bachelorette party. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, I, like, I, I can't, can't. I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Like that's going to be really stressful and I yeah. don't know if, uh, if something's going on or, and so I think that's where I really feel it the most. Or if somebody's like, you want, not even, I went out to a restaurant the other week and I brought my meal and it was like normal, totally yeah. normal. So, and I mean, I say that because I am early on, I still have plenty of yeah. time to go. I still have probably 18 something pounds to lose. So ask me again in a couple months and on, <laughs> I have a different, <laughs> different reaction, but yeah, I think in comparison from my last prep to this prep, I think the most consistent thing is my mindset. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. I'll do whatever I need to do to make sure it's done. If I'm hungry one day, okay, you're hungry, suck it up. You wanted to do this. So yeah. Like you made this decision. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like too, that the habits that you built during your first prep were so bulletproof by the end of it. That's what I was literally just going to say. (laughs) That it was just like, it wasn't just a prep. It was a lifestyle 
switched more to like into the reverse and everything after, which I want to talk about with you as well. But the foundation of it yeah. didn't change. That's a good point. Yes. And that makes it easy because if you maintain those habits and you maintain all of that basic stuff that a lot of people going into prep like you had to the first time, you had to learn as new things. Yeah. Your body yeah. already recognizes it and you're continuing that. So Absolutely. that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, you're not starting over from zero. Right. Just like kept going. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, which is cool. It feels great. I will say I feel because now like, before, you know, an improvement season, you're eating out one, having a few free meals a week. And at night, if I want an extra Oreo, I'm eating that Oreo, but right. like, you know, you're not going crazy. And, but that's just because I don't go crazy anymore. Yeah. And uh, I mean, but I also crazy is a different definition. The other day I was listening to a podcast and I heard some guy saying that he was going crazy one night and uh, he's talking in a room full of like women and he's like, I went crazy the other night and I really just need to knock it off with that behavior. Like it's so, it's so not healthy. It's so not good. And they're like, what did, what did you do? <laughs> I'm scared. What, wow, what kind of damage did you do? And he's like, oh man, I just ate some cookies. <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding me? Like, I honestly think you could eat like a cake and I still would be like, okay, I think you just had a night where you ate the whole cake. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just look at it like a little differently than I did before. I was yeah. laughing. I had a memory on my Snapchat come up and it was a strawberry, a strawberry dipped in chocolate. And I took a picture of it and said, oh my God, I'm so guilty. Oh my God. How many years ago was that? Fruit. <laughs> he said it's, it's fruit. <laughs> what? What? Oh, that was 20. That was Probably 2017, 2016. Herbalife phase. Yeah, yeah. Herbalife phase, yeah. Herbalife I was like, this isn't powder. <laughs> I can't eat this. This is solid food. I'm scared. <laughs> this weighs things. I can't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Let's dive into some hormones and gut health and stuff like that. Ooh. Yeah. So I know you kind of had your own journey coming out on the back end of prep and going through reverse and stuff. So tell us a little bit about what you dealt with. Yeah, that was that was a journey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm pretty thankful for it because it brought me to therapy. Okay. Um, so I don't know if I would have how long it would have taken me to actually like get the gusto yeah. to go and like actually do it. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely thank that dark time for getting me to like just get help. Just yeah. it's okay to get help. Just do it. Yes. But I mean, so my show is in October. And then December time frame, I went home to help with my mom. It was like recovering from a surgery or something like that. And for some reason, when I was going home, there was like a lot of weird emotions happening while I was home. And I think it was a lot of responsibility and wanting to be, wanting to have the responsibility, like to take care of my mom, but also knowing that that responsibility was on me. It was like a weird mix. So I think that that had to do a little bit with my mental state of mind, but also just the come down. Mm -hmm. My adrenaline and my brain chemistry was just in a different spot after that show. And uh, so everything was just kind of adjusting. My calories are going up, but like I still don't have my period. Um, so in January, I got to a place where I was like, Pat would come home from work and I would just be like on the ground crying, like in the dark. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I genuinely don't know. And so we took, Jazz was like, you're not going to the gym. I don't want you to track anything. I want you to just give your body what you want and what you need. And I'm like, I don't know what I want or what I need. And she's like, good. Then like, figure it out. Yeah. Like, just, mm -hmm. just spend the time with yourself. And we did that. And it was really helpful. But like, I also think I thought that it was going to solve everything. Yeah. And uh, I was also starting to put on weight. And I'll never forget, I was in a meeting for work and then I went over to the bathroom and I'm sitting on the toilet and I was like, oh, oh my God, 
<laughs> and I was freaked out. Yeah. Coming from a girl who has never had a flat stomach, like yeah. Emma, shut up. Like <laughs> you're, you're, you don't, that's okay to yeah. be that way. Like you're purposefully gaining weight. I was working with my doctor, Dr. Stacy Searson, Art of Health in Charlotte. Highly recommend. You've told me about her multiple times. And well, what does Dr. Stacy do? Dr. Stacy everything. does everything. 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 Because <laughs> she is a person She's Emma's favorite person in the uh, world. Like, seriously, <laughs> she is something special. I think I've okay. been like, you know how you go to a doctor and you, you leave that and you feel a little icky? Yeah, oh, yeah. I talked about like that on this time. past was it this past episode? I talked the about past it on one? episode. Oh my yeah. gosh, I have to listen because my yeah. gosh, what a journey it was before I got to Dr. Stacy <laughs> Sarison. But she worked at like, I forget what hospital it was, but she worked there like taking clients. And then she realized like one client could come with the exact same symptoms, but she has to treat them differently because of insurance. And then like, she's just yep. like shifting people out the door with drugs that like not treating the person, she's treating the symptoms. Right. Mm. And she was like, screw this. I'm opening my own practice. And she's not associated with like insurance. So it is like a definite an extra cost that I will eat for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> You're like, it's worth it. Yes, yes. But she does, like, she's my OBGYN. She does blood work there. She's my primary doctor. She does everything. But, and I went to her like, hey, I'm going to start doing this whole prep thing. And she's like, okay, let's stay close. So we like stayed really close to my blood work as well. And especially, and I remember getting like really deep in prep. I was like, I'm not going to see her. <laughs> You're like, nope, I'm avoiding it. <laughs> she will tell me no and to pull out and I'm not doing that. But, and now we <laughs> laugh about it. But have you heard health and fitness coaches talk about how your metabolism can help you burn fat even while you're sleeping? And you just think, how? Trust me, we get it. It's all so confusing to know what you need to do to get your metabolism working the way you want it to. But today, you're in luck. We have created a done-for-you daily checklist that will set your metabolism on fire. All you have to do is DM us checklist and we will send it your way completely for free. All right, now let's get back to the episode. It's like um, a stubborn child. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. So I'm doing something similar with my wrist right now. I'm like, no, I'm, nobody can look at my wrist. They're going to tell me I can't nope. train and I'm not doing that, <laughs> which is not good. Nobody listened to that. I forgot yeah. we're like recording. <laughs> Um, do not be like Emma. Um, but she wanted to do some blood work. And also just like I was talking to her about the depression I was facing. And um, so she was like, let's see what's going on in your blood work if we're seeing anything. But really what we noticed was like some issues with my kidneys. Okay. My kidneys were not processing. And she was thinking it was just because of the like increase in protein potentially mm -hmm. and the consistency of how frequently I was eating that much protein. And maybe my kidneys just weren't filtering it the way that they should. So it was like we lowered my protein to like 80 grams a day. Wow, that's a big difference. Big difference. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is so weird. What were you eating before that? 140 grams yeah. a day, 135 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she was like, no, you're not anymore. And I was like, this is very strange. And I also felt... I also think that that messed with my mind. Yeah. I mm. think the, I correlated, I was correlating protein with muscle. And once she took the protein from me, I was like, oh, I'm just gaining fat. I'm not yep. gaining muscle anymore. Which is like, you not. think your physique shifts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, when I'm sitting on the toilet picking my fat, I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's because my protein's lowered. It's because my kidneys suck and I'm dying. And <laughs> now they're not going to let me do this anymore. And so it just like added on to it. She ended up referring me to a sports medicine doctor who actually, I think he works with like the, with one of the colleges here. UNC Charlotte? Maybe. Queens? 
UNC Charlotte. It was UNC Charlotte. I think he works with the athletes there. And I brought him everything, every single supplement (laughs) I was taking, all of the calories. I literally (laughs) had binders. Yeah, it was like (laughs) stupid. I had pictures of every single supplement, what the ingredients were. And we went through every single one. He was like, you're peeing that one out. You're peeing that one out. (laughs) And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, okay, good to know. But he's looking at my blood work and he's like, I'm not too concerned because you're an athlete. So I think this was like a really good learning for me. Yeah. And uh, also Dr. Searson was like, I don't treat athletes to your level. Right. So uh, this is what I know and this is what I want to work towards, but I want to pull in a sports med doctor so he can get an eye on you. And that's when I looked at her. I was like, you're the real deal. Yeah. Any other doctor would just be, okay, here you go, do this and forget about you. But Mm -hmm. she's thinking about it deep and she's like, you know what, let's get somebody else who's a specialist in this to right. talk about it. So he's looking at it and he's like, I'm not too concerned, but let's keep an eye on it. And he was wonderful. I think his name was like Dr. Mark Anthony or something like that. And uh, so it was just like, let's just keep my protein low. Let's continue to add calories. She was really wanting me to add more carbs and just get my calories up. So we did so pretty quickly. I followed my protocol and it was great. Went to a therapist. We did a whole brain chemistry test, which was Ooh. just like, just on the computer. Answering really? some questions. Wow. Okay. Um, and it's, it helps like show what chemical is most present in your brain. Gotcha. Hmm. And uh, so uh, that's pretty cool. Really cool. I've never heard of that. I'll I'll send it to you guys. It was yeah, yeah, that would be fabulous. Yeah, it was really cool. And she also has me do it at certain moments in my life. Yeah. So now that we're starting prep again, she's like, okay. Take that brain chemistry. I need that leading up to the (laughs) way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Like big life events. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I started to get on track with that and just like taking care of myself. I think, and I I feel like I might be ranting, so feel free to jump in. No, you're good. I love it. (laughs) I think a a big thing that I want to point out about the come down of my show is that I stopped competing and I qualified for nationals. I stopped competing because I was like, one, if I step on a national stage, I'm bringing a package. Like I want to bring, I want to bring the physique that I'm like, this is, this is worth a national stage. And while I think that I had an incredible package with what I had available, I knew that I could do better. So I thought about pausing there, but we played with the idea of continuing to compete. But secondly, I was getting married. Mm -hmm. I needed to plan my wedding. I was getting married in less than a year. You were like (laughs) five, six months out, baby. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh. And it was so much Emma, 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 Emma. Everything was Emma. And I was like, it should probably be us for a little bit. Like we're about to do a really cool life endeavor. Like let's, let's take the spotlight off of me and like, let's share it a bit. So I think a lot of the body image issues that I was experiencing truly for the first time, I didn't realize that I never had body image issues until I had body image issues Mm -hmm. that I was anticipating the pictures for the wedding. Uh Mm -hmm. I was anticipating having those photos forever the dress not fitting the way that I thought it would. People saying, oh my gosh, the last time we saw her in all those pictures from October, she was chiseled to the core and now she's like pretty big. Like that was what was going on in my mind. And it was constant. So every time I'd step on the scale and see that it was pound up, I was like, no, I need to be in the 130s for my wedding. Like I need to be in the 130s for my wedding. (laughs) I remember us having a conversation too at some point about one, you can only do so much altering close to your wedding yeah. for your wedding dress. Yes. Last thing you need to do is put on this wedding dress day of and it fall off of yeah. you. And so remember right. we had a conversation about that and you're like, that's why I really need to focus on gaining this weight. Yeah. Even I, don't, I don't want to, but like I have to because oh my gosh, right. I'm going to be naked. I have to fit in my dress. <laughs> yeah. I'm yes. going to be naked, yeah. Because I got fitted for it right before the, yeah. Uh-huh. And so I, I think I just was really struggling with that. And it wasn't until, and I hate this, but it wasn't until a 
month before the wedding when I'm texting Jazz and she's in the wedding. She's probably more worried about like her dress and like where she's got to <laughs> be and stuff. And I'm sitting there like, should we drop my carbs? Should we up my, ca- up my cardio? Like, what do we do? How do we make sure that like I stay here or whatever? And something she said, which was nothing I never heard before. It was just like something clicked. And then all the things that I have heard before that are so very true and valid, just like lined up. But she said something along the lines of like, Emma, can I ask why you want to do this? Like you, what's wrong with exactly who you are today? Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. You're right. Oh, oh, oh no, you you might be right. And she's like, everything we're doing is incredibly intentional for your wedding. Uh So like, are you unhappy with something or do you feel like you're doing something wrong? Like, why do you not need to be exactly who you are today? Like you Mm -hmm. could get married exactly today and it doesn't matter. And also your weight doesn't matter on your wedding day. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like those pictures are for you. Those pictures are for you to remember the day, not your body size. And uh, so once she said that, honestly, since that day that she said that, and I'm so proud to announce that maybe I knock on wood or I trust my mental health. Yeah, screw you, wood. I'm going to trust my mental health. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have not had a bad body image day since then, like in that in that extent that I was having it. Like, of course, you have days where you're like, "Eh, I'm feeling a little fluffy, but like that's that's fine. That's fine. Like you're you're allowed to feel fluffy and you probably are. And like, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah, I have not had a day where I haven't just appreciated every inch of myself since she said that. I love that. Yeah. It was the big turnaround for my mental health for sure. I think that's what a lot of people in this sport are missing. Mm. Yeah. Well, one, the support system you have. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so lucky. Because your support system for this is on another level compared to people who are just Imagine people that go and they don't have anyone show up to the show for them. You know what I mean? And like, can you imagine their mental health after and not having anyone to help come off of that high that they just had by themselves? Like, I can only imagine. And a lot of people, that's when their coaching ends. Mm -hmm. Some coaches in the industry, they'll they'll take you to your show and then it's like, all right, great job, bye. And that's dangerous. So dangerous. That's so dangerous. So can you talk on like your reverse a little bit and kind of the process and the importance of their reverse for that? Yes, because that, that was harder than the prep. Yeah, that was mm. way, that was hands down harder than the prep. Wow, you we got done the we get done the show and like of course we did our like after time e and yeah. stuff <laughs> our face and it was it was great. I had like tons of things and felt like crap that night. Which, we all went on like so many walks. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> you were like more walks because I feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's, everything hurts. And uh, you know, got right back into tracking on Monday. I had Sunday. We like went to a carnival and stuff, and then went right back into tracking and. You definitely, you don't have a date. You don't have a bikini. You don't have a, like, you're not working towards the same goal. So your end goal, like, for so long, you're strive, strive, strive to that stage lean presence. And then you're done with that. And it's like, okay, now what? Mm -hmm. What do I do now? And although I knew that my feedback was outer glutes come in a little more conditioned, a little more tight, And so, like, I knew that, but still that didn't mean much in comparison to the goal that I was chasing beforehand. So it was just slowly increasing those calories, which was hard because I I remember when I got to, like, my 300 300 carb club and I was, like, jumping up and down for joy, like, so excited that we got there. But then it's also tied with the mental health and the issue. Like, you're also growing. So it was just, like, Mm -hmm. really tricky. But the importance of that is because – the moment you are, you're on stage, you are stage lean, and then you go back into society, mm-hmm. you are fragile. 
You are so fragile. And if you just start eating the way you did before you were prepping or you just stop tracking, your body is going to be so utterly confused. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What are you doing to me? What are Mm -hmm. you giving me? I don't know what these foods are. I remember I had a free meal and it was like I had to take like those digestive enzymes just Mm. because to prepare my stomach for calories. Like, yeah, it's a you need to you need to be strategic with the way that you introduce calories, or you can also be gaining weight pretty rapidly. And a lot of people fall into that where they don't have a show date to march towards. They don't have the guidance from a coach, maybe don't have the knowledge to know that need to slowly bring it back in, or they don't have the self-control because nobody told them how hard this was going to be. Yeah. Mm. And uh, you know, you binge, you binge hard and you gain a lot of weight in within weeks from your show. Yep. And I think that's really tough because then you know, it's even harder when you get into that improvement season, you put on this body fat, but not the muscle at the same time. And, and I, my heart goes out to people who do experience that because that has to be incredibly tough. And it's also like a, a lot of the times it's not their fault. It's lack yeah. of guidance. It's lack mm-hmm. of knowledge. And for sure. Cause around it. and I'm glad we're talking on this. Cause I think this is a really big part of it. That's super relatable for just the average, the average Joe mm-hmm. listening yeah. to this, you know, the average person who has lost a lot of weight, like you even said during your herbal life, you lost 14 pounds, but you didn't come out of it the proper way or you didn't do it the proper way in the first place to where your body is adapted to this new weight. And the reverse is so that you can be eating more calories while still maintaining this, this physique that you worked really hard towards and things along those lines. So I'm really glad we're talking about this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like slowly tack it on that way you can really just intentionally add on. I mean, it's, it's bodybuilding. We're we're building a body. And I would argue that everybody who is focusing on their health and maybe their physique as well, they're also bodybuilding. Like you are working towards crafting your body Mm -hmm. into what your goals are. And uh, I, it, it, should be intentional so Mm -hmm. but then it's like that fine line you know yeah exactly (laughs) and I for me this is why I think I could never get into it because my eating disorder background I know for a fact that if I restricted myself like the way you have to up until prep and then I came out of it I would be one of those people who would just want to pinch 24 Mm -hmm. 7 and then I would gain all this weight and then like you said mental health cave things like that so I think it's also really good to be aware Mm. of what you're mentally prepared to do I just know that's not in the cards for me due to my past which is you have that emotional self-awareness as well you have to be so mentally prepared because I wouldn't be able to be detached Mm -hmm. from the whole outcome like you are you're just completely new about the whole situation while I would be hot and cold the whole time pretty much but realizing that within yourself so like if you are someone who's listening to this and you're like oh I might want to do this one day or maybe I don't want to do this one day really think about it Mm -hmm. and also I I think it's really good to talk to a coach Mm -hmm. even if you don't sign on and like actually work with them like hopefully if you talk to the right coach they're going to be able to figure out and help you understand too if this is actually right for you Mm -hmm. absolutely have the conversation and also it could be something where you might be interested if you're interested in the sport then talk you said talk to a coach but yeah. also you don't that doesn't mean you need to do the sport this right. year you don't need right. to compete this year right right you can have an interest in it and start doing these things and start including some of these practices into your lifestyle and see if it's something that works for you and jives with you and if it is something that you start to get like even more hungry then like maybe you are a good candidate for it but also make sure your coach is talking about mental health yeah, yeah. before jazz 1000%. even let me start a prep she asked me so many questions and and like literally would test me on my mental abilities to handle 
Angel, something That's like great. this. And uh, which I also know, like I'm lucky I get that like extra slice of love from her. But I also think a lot of the coaches that I've interacted with, with Team Pro Physique, they they do that. They care about that mental health side of it, Good. which is just it's so important. I think that's the most important part yeah. of it all. And I like that you mentioned like take your time with it too, because like remember mm-hmm. when we first started talking, like your story started in 2015. Right. It's yep. 2023. Right. Like it's been an eight year journey for you, and so take your time with it. And I know a lot of people like I'm one of these people, so I say a lot of people me. You get, <laughs> you get these ideas and you want to act on them and you want to do them and you want to make it happen now. And so yep. you think you have to start tomorrow when this is not something to do that with. This is something to take your time with. Really think about the process of it. And if it takes a couple years for you to get there, fabulous. It's not like a sport that you can age out of. No, no. right. You yeah. can do this for as long as you want. Yeah. And I think also giving yourself that space. So, oh, you asked me the question, what's different about this prep than last? A big difference is this year, because of everything that I went through in my improvement season and just coming out of my reverse and things like that with my mental state, I told myself walking into this prep, Emma, at any time, if you say you don't really want to do this, don't do it. Ooh, yeah. okay. Don't don't freaking do it. You don't have to do this. Like yeah. do it only if you want to. If any part of the time any part of the day you're like kind of like, well, this doesn't align with me anymore. Like maybe I don't believe in this, or maybe I want to honor my body and I do want to yes. feed it if it's hungry. Like if I'm feeling that way over and over again, that means it's like you you, you can change your mind. Yes. And yes. Uh, you guys just talked, you just talked about change your mind. We just talked yeah. about this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you I I can change my mind. And yeah. that doesn't mean that I'm less than. That doesn't that's mean that I'm so not an big. athlete. Yeah. Like it means that I'm trusting myself and I'm trusting my gut and I'm being who yep. I want to be. Yeah. And uh, I think that's been super interesting. Like every morning I wake up and instead of you guys are really loving and relating to this conversation and want to continue to learn more about this topic and countless others. Listen up. This is for you. We want to give you access to our free community of women on similar paths to you. Shoot us a DM on Insta with the word Facebook and we will get you in there ASAP. It, like wake up and you're thinking about prep, go to bed, you're thinking about prep. Like I'm waking up and I'm choosing to think about prep. Yeah, that's big. And the day that I don't choose it, then okay, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest difference. No, that's huge. Yeah. And I like, and I like your verbiage around it. Like you're saying like intentionality, mm. improvement season, like you're not just treating it like a random thing that you're doing and right you know what i mean like you're like putting a, thought it, behind it yeah mm-hmm. it's a part of you like it's a part yeah. of your life it's not just like checking it off the list done right right on to the next mm-hmm. yep. you know okay so with that being said what are your like long-term future career goals inside of bodybuilding <sighs> <laughs> i don't know the great pivot right great like um segue I don't know I'm really intrigued I think this year will be cool because I'm not getting married again uh, ever yeah. um, but I uh, okay that I'll knock on wood um, <laughs> but, I have faith y'all are good <laughs> right same but like I don't know um, and that, that freaked me out this year I'm gonna just like go all out I don't have an end time like we'll see what happens if it comes December and I'm like no let's go into next year too like I'll keep I'll keep I'll keep cruising but I do know that there will come a time where I'm like, maybe I want to start a family. Mm-hmm. So I'll do a little pause, hang the heels up. I know before the family, I guess car before the horse, we want to do like a lot of traveling as well, wow. which is difficult with prep. So I don't know. And and then, okay, to that question as well, I think there might be an Emma 3.0 in here. Uh, oh. I know. I I'm know. excited for her. I, I feel her. <laughs> I, maybe it's Emma Kinsley. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely who it is. <laughs> it's Emma Kinsley. I feel this like, I, I feel this 
draw towards the concept of like really honoring your body and balance and micronutrients. Mm -hmm. And so like there's something there's something happening there. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that would blend well, but I think the cool thing about bodybuilding is that it's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I what I've learned, I will have forever and that's yeah. sacred and that's priceless. So I I'm not sure, but I think that this next version after maybe this season, I don't know who she'll be, but I'm very intrigued. Yeah. You just said something that reminded me that I wanted to ask you as well. Mm. I don't remember how long you did it for. But I remember during your prep, which I'm sure I think this is really common for during prep diet sodas, a lot of sugar-free stuff, things along those lines. Didn't you go through a phase where you were like, nope, throwing it away. I'm going all like whole foods leading up to peak week. Yeah. How was that? It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Because you just mentioned the micronutrients and stuff, which that made me think I'm of it. so glad. I'm so glad you asked this because it was very, very cool. I've never done that before. Yeah. Like I never was like, okay, whole foods only. And it was, it was great. I definitely saw the most improvements because it was during in my prep and it, it was just like getting to this place where like maybe you're going to compete in that show maybe you're not going to compete in that show and I was like what can I do to have the most control mm -hmm. and like how do I take exact control okay let's remove all the processed things all the artificial mm -hmm. sweeteners like I just want all whole foods that I could literally find in the ground and mm -hmm. on the world and not the world yeah. I know what you mean yeah <laughs> we know what the you animals mean. Yep. that aren't in the ground yeah um uh, <laughs> Nature. Nature. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All the things in nature. And my, my gosh, it was just like that was when I started seeing, and not even like on the scale, I started seeing it in my body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I just, like my muscles were looking more full and like, and my complexion was incredible. And it was so cool that I remember in like leading up to my bachelorette party, I was like, I'm going to do it again. Mm -hmm. I want to like, I'm not in prep, but like I want to eat all whole foods yeah. and just do it again. So I even, I've done it like three times in my improvement season, just like did like a solid three weeks of just whole foods because of how great it felt. But I also know that it's not realistic for me. To only be like 100%. Yeah. There needs to be some balance there. needs there. to be a balance. Right. And also like I love food. I think that's a mm -hmm. big misconception with bodybuilders that they don't like food or just with athletes in that's general. True. It's like, oh, I like food too much to do that. And it's like, I, I probably <laughs> like food more than you. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that. So I, yeah, I, all that to say. But. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when you're eating just mainly whole foods, like what kind of meals are you eating to give people like ideas? Yeah. Lots of oatmeal, but I pulled the protein powder. Like I wasn't okay. adding those things in there. So you weren't doing any protein powder doing any no. of this either. So you were hitting your protein, which you were at like what you said, like 140 ish, 35, 35, something like that. But you were doing it all based off of whole foods. Mm-hmm. Listen up, ladies. Mm -hmm. Listen yeah, right. up. It's possible. Yeah. It, was, it was a lot of chicken. Yeah. yeah. A lot of chicken. Yeah. Um, a lot of banana was mainly my carbs. I'm mm -hmm. a big banana girl. I love bananas, oh too. My I'm gosh. a fan. Yeah. I gave Dobby one the other night. Oh, did he love it? He was stoked. Ooh. That's so funny. I gave him a lick, and then I immediately was, like, Googling, like, is this going to kill my cat? <laughs> You're like, was I supposed to do that? <laughs> I almost did that with the cranberry down. to Gus the other day. I almost gave it to him, and I was like, I don't think you can have skin stuff. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, now I'm I, like, freaking threw out. It <laughs> threw it away. <laughs> yeah, once I got the approval from Google, um, yeah. I let him go to, hand, go to go to work. But yeah, a lot of like fruits, vegetables, like you'd imagine, like the things that you're getting your whole foods. My so every single night, prep, no prep, I'm having something sweet before bed. Mm -hmm. But it changed from like a yasso bar uh -huh. that's filled with shit mm -hmm. to a bowl of strawberries and bananas, yeah. and it was amazing. It was so amazing. And then also you start to like 
stop craving those things Mm -hmm. as well. Like when you're Mm -hmm. not giving yourself those artificial sugars and things like that, you start to crave the food. Like I wanted my rice. Like I really wanted my rice. Mm -hmm. I really wanted the chicken. So your body becomes my vegetables. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just like really cool and just felt really good. I felt lighter. My sleep was better. I, we should do it all the time, but it's just, it's not for me. So are you doing dairy at all? No, no dairy. No dairy. Mm Mm-mm. Cut that out. Got it. Yeah, that was awesome. Crazy. Cause that's yeah, because I thought because that's not technically a whole it's yeah. still right. process. My fat stuff. was avocado. Love it. And olive Yum. oil. And olive Lovely, oil. Yeah. yeah. My, I was gonna say one of my favorite like late night. I actually did it last night as we were watching. We got in, side note. We got in like this tangent of watching the Hunger Games. So we just finished watching Ooh. all four of them last night. Yeah, they're what? so good. You watched all four in one day? No. It's oh, for, I was about for to the say. past four days. <laughs> we watched. Gold. We watched one a night. <laughs> Oh, but my favorite, I think I've talked about this before, but I take frozen berries. So either like frozen mm. whole strawberries, frozen blueberries, and then I put almond milk over it. And Ooh. it's almost like a little, cereal? it's kind of like a cereal, but it's literally only the frozen fruit. But the frozen fruit kind of like hardens the milk a little bit. So it's like ice oh. cream me sort of crunchy. Yeah. It's so good. That sounds great. So good. And if you make your own granola, like if you bake your own granola or something with like oats and oh, so good honey you know I wish I was better with that stuff like making your own types of things like that probably would have made my whole food journey I, a lot easier <laughs> I used to make my own granola when I was living in Auburn by myself because like when you live so yourself cool. by yourself you have a lot of free time <laughs> 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 so I would make my own granola and I used to do like oats with like some type of nuts normally like pecans or walnuts or something that I would do honey and cinnamon and I would roast it and bake it and that's it, it. Would, oh my god it was so good that's, that's, it? that's it yeah that's it that's it I'm making my own granola it's so good <laughs> I know, like I have all of those things it's so good <laughs> it's so good and then you could do like make your own cereals out of that and stuff yeah too. Oh. that's true and I'm a big cereal girl oh me too especially like I love cereal for dessert oh, versus like breakfast too. Yeah. yeah it's so good it's so good the crunch so good. with the milk oh, if you add some strawberries milk. or banana to it too mm. oh oh Yes, yeah, yes, done. absolutely. If there's a banana in my cereal, I'm very happy. How about fruit and salad? Love yes. that. I like strawberries and I like spinach salad. So good. Yeah. When somebody doesn't like fruit in the salad, I'm like, oh, so you don't like salads. Yeah. You don't, you don't know <laughs> you what don't a salad like is. Any yeah. salad. <laughs> no, yeah, I do. Especially during the summer. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not really during the fall and winter, eh, but during the summer and spring, yes. Yeah. All the time. We just did yep. salmon salads with spinach, cranberry, <gasps> feta, and pecans and balsamic. Oh my gosh. Ooh. I want it right now. It's so good. <laughs> That sounds so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Cranberries in your salad. Yes. Side note, I think we're hungry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're getting close. Yeah, I think all three of us are hungry. <laughs> Slip into that. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so say there was someone listening to this episode, hmm. and they're thinking about it. They're on edge. Mm-hmm. What would be, like, the best advice you would give someone who's thinking about starting? What's your why? What's your reason? That's good. Why do you want to do it? Do you want to do it because the glam? Because I will say show day glam. Oh, yeah. was incredible. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was incredible. I felt like the prettiest person ever. It was so cool. So cool to be that way. But is it is it the glam? Mm-hmm. Is it the discipline? Is it that you've been doing something you've been doing something up until this day and you think it falls in line with the same types of discipline that you might need? Is it because your friend did it and you Mm want to do it? So like ask yourself truly and deep down, like, why do I want to do this? And if it lines up with your larger why in life, because there are a lot of lessons you can learn that can also be applicable in your relationships, in your work day, you can learn a lot from it. So I think it's just like being able to be aware of why you're doing it and being confident in that. Because if you're not confident in your why, then you're not, that's not your why. Yep. And uh, so I think that's 
that would be the question that you would want to consider is just like really ask yourself why you want to do it. And also, do you have the support to do something like that? Yeah. Do the, the financial support, the emotional support. Yep. It's an expensive sport and it's a lonely one. But some people want to be a part of that ride with you. And but are you OK with the fact that they might not? Yeah. You might be completely alone in that. And if that's still you think of your why and you're like, OK, mm -hmm. then OK, try it out. Talk to a coach and see what that timeline might look for you. Mm -hmm. But it's also a OK not to compete and you can still be an athlete. Mm -hmm. You can still be goals. You can still be impressive. You can still be in the best physique of your life and not be a bodybuilder, not yep. competing. You're still an athlete. I know plenty of them. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think some people think that they need to do this because they want to be considered one. It's like, girlfriend, you already are. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's just being honest with yourself and looking around you and making sure you're submerged in a place where you have that comfort. So I don't think it's one thing. I don't think I was able yeah. to answer that in one thing. No. Multitude yeah, of that's great. Wise words of Emma. Seriously. Yeah. Like, you've learned so much through this process and I'm glad you're coming on and talking about it with us. Cause there's a lot of things that people can take away from this conversation. I hope so. And mm -hmm. I think you just answered the next question that popped up in my head, but if there's someone who's in the middle of prep mm. and they're feeling like a failure and they're feeling like they want to quit, they can't continue. And, but they're but they're fighting with the thought of, but I've already told everyone I'm doing it. I've already said I'm doing this. I don't want to quit or fail now. What would you say to them? Stop people pleasing. <laughs> yeah. Do things for your, which you guys also just talked about that. Uh -huh. I did. No, I love, <laughs> I love. pleasing. And I'm also so glad to be here because I love what you guys stand for. But they, I think that, again, what's your why? Yeah. Is your why because you want to help other people and like let them see what you can do or you want to please other people? Then then I guess keep going, but that's not like the that's best not, why. And it yeah. doesn't sound like you're confident. You probably have a better why than yeah, that. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. sound like there's a lot of confidence behind that one. So, I mean, it's also okay to quit. A lot of people don't even tell people when their show is going to be because there might be the chance that they're not going to do it. But I, I think that just the fact that you're in this process already and going through something like this, even if you quit, you're still going to learn something from it. I don't think this is a sport where if you feel like you want to quit, then you like shouldn't and you should keep going. I don't think that that's what this is for. Like, I don't think that's belongs in this community. If you don't want to do it, please don't do it. Yeah. Please mm -hmm. don't do it. But if you do and you're just having a bad day and you feel like you're not, you're not meeting the expectations that you set for yourself or your coach is like trying to figure out why you're not dropping the weight like they thought that you would, like just put your head down, do the work, keep going because it's going to happen. It's going to work. Trust your people, trust your gut and take care of yourself and just keep pushing because because you'll get there only if you want to mm -hmm. only if you want to that's great i love it i know i love it oh like my that gosh was a, that was like a good like mic drop moment no seriously <laughs> yeah i'm glad we we kind of wrapping this up on those questions because i think that's what a lot of people need to hear even if you're not in the bodybuilding space even yeah, if you're just right. in the gym like same thing applies yep. like mm -hmm. what's your why why are you doing this why do you have these goals things like that yeah Anything else that you want to, I don't, I'm, I'm out of questions. I've, we've covered so much. I'm so happy know, you came on. It's so <laughs> fun. I just want to tell you that I'm still sweating. It's hot in here. It is a little hot. It is a little warm in here. I'm okay, a little sticky I'm just too. just making so. sure. I don't know if it was because I'm still your first guest. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have anything else, but also at the same time, I think I could talk in here until midnight. So I, I don't know. Yeah. But I think you make a good point of like even people outside and just doing it for a lifestyle, like just ask yourself what are you doing and what are you doing it for and mm -hmm. give yourself like the grace of balance and don't try and take on everything just do one thing at a time and just 
yeah. put those into your lifestyle. Like we were talking about how the disciplines that I learned within prep kind of came with me into a more of a lifestyle approach. Like take those different habits that you might see from other people and see like what ones you like. Cause there mm-hmm. might be things that you really learn that you really love. Like mm-hmm. and something so simple of like having a really good bedtime routine. Oh my God. Having a great morning yeah. routine that involves activity or like what, what small things can you add into your world that will help you be better? Yeah. I think that's huge. And I know we've talked about this before on on this podcast, and we've probably said it multiple times throughout here in different ways. But if what you're doing when you wake up in the morning doesn't just like set your soul on fire, Mm. don't do it. Find something that does. Mm -hmm. And so if your morning routine doesn't do that, it doesn't make you happy. If you are going to the gym and lifting weights and it's not making you happy, if you're doing the sport, it's not making you happy. If you're doing Pilates, that's what we talked about last time. And it's not making you happy. Then it's not meant for you. Mm -hmm. Pivot and find something that works for you. And that's find something that's gonna make you happy. Cause what's, what's the point in it? If you're miserable when you're doing it, like seriously, what's the point? What's the point? Like, we are here for such a short amount of time and uh, and I'm struggling with this with work right now actually yeah. it's like we want to spend our time doing the things that really jazz us up mm-hmm. and uh, it's 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 hard but it's also hard to change your mind it's hard to quit something yeah. and yeah. like sometimes we think like oh I can handle this I can do this I can do this like let me just keep putting more on my plate but like it's also really okay to just like we were just talking about this before you came to <laughs> really yeah we were. yeah it's I, I remember last last it was during my reverse and it was January February my one of my classes was going to start back up for my master's course and it was wedding planning it was therapy it was mental health trying to get out of bed <laughs> trying to just like gain weight mm-hmm. um and I remember about to start class and I looked at Pat and this is the first time and I was 29 no how old am I I don't know <laughs> I'm in my late 20s and uh, in this moment was the first time that I decided to do something uh, to not do something I should say mm-hmm. and like usually I'm like oh no if I if I say no to this class and I don't take this class then that means that I'm admitting that I couldn't handle it uh-huh. mm-hmm. and that's admitting that I'm not strong mm-hmm. and that I'm not capable And, uh, but it was the first time that I looked at it and I was like, wait, me taking this on denies my happiness. And it actually is proving only to myself that I'm not strong, that I'm not capable. If I don't do this, then I am strong and I am capable. So like, this is what I need right now. And I dropped the course. I dropped, it was the craziest thing ever. I couldn't believe it. I was like, did I really do this? (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh my God, I listened to myself and it brought me so much peace. And I think that is the lesson that I brought with me to this prep. Have you heard health and fitness coaches talk about how your metabolism can help you burn fat even while you're sleeping and you just think how trust me we get it it's all so confusing to know what you need to do to get your metabolism working the way you want it to but today you're in luck we've created a done for you daily checklist that will set your metabolism on fire all you have to do is dm us checklist and we will send it your way completely for free all right now let's get back to the episode and where I said, like, if any morning I wake up and I'm like, this is not serving me, I'm out. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are the only people that are able to take control the way that we need to and, like, control what you can control. Control what you can control. Yeah. Yep. That's so true. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. I love thing. it. <laughs> I love this whole episode. Do you have any other questions, Serena? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's more so touching on, like, the mental health side of things. So what would you say to someone not maybe not necessarily like somebody that's interested in bodybuilding, but just like maybe general population person that's on a weight loss journey that is 
feeling down or discouraged about themselves, their progress, maybe stuff they have going on in their life. What would you say to them in terms of like being able to prioritize their mental health over like that next 10 pounds that they want to lose? What a beautiful conversation. Not when you're sitting in it, you know, like it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel beautiful on that. But when you can reflect after you've gotten out of that space, it can be a really beautiful process. But I've worked with clients. So hats off to you two, first of all. (laughs) I can't, I don't think I can do it again, but I have worked with clients and I feel like I've had a lot of those conversations and it's one of those things where like, I don't want to have this conversation in email. I don't want to have this conversation even over the phone. Like I want to be sitting next to you holding your hand Mm -hmm. because uh, you are not alone. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's so hard to feel sadness or like feeling defeated in uh, many parts of your world. And uh, I think it's like, hanging on to the hope and the goal and what you're doing it for, but also taking away so many, there's so much advice. Take a walk every day, do this every day, make sure you're eating your greens, get your protein, drink your water, do your sleep. It's like, oh my God, just find three things. Mm -hmm. Find three things that you're going to show up for yourself to do every day. And maybe, and they don't even have to be in the same category. Mm-mm. Maybe it's give yourself a hug. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Drink a glass of water. Like, what, yep. is, what is it that you need that it can be the minimum? Because my, like, what I look for and what I try and do is just be better today than you mm-hmm. were yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's all about being better in small areas of yourself. And uh, as you continue to build on that, you find more and more color in your life. You find different areas that are just growing and blossoming because you're treating it, but you're not focusing on the whole thing because that's overwhelming and that's exhausting. And that is what it feels like to be defeated. It's like, I can't, I can't do all of this. It's like when your email goes up after a vacation and you're like, (laughs) how do I get out of this hole? Like one at a time, one at a time. And uh, so I think it's just like, taking care of yourself and take that, take your body, stop taking pictures of yourself. Stop, stop doing the things that put on stretchy pants, like whatever you need to do to get through that hard time. But Mm -hmm. focus on those three things. Mastering, mastering, hugging yourself once a day is going to come real easy. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you master having your glass of water, you increase it to two. But I think it's just like taking those small things, like bite size Mm -hmm. leaps towards your holistic health. I love that advice. Yeah. That's kind of like we teach in our Fit Forever alumni program, which is mm. our program that all of our metabolism optimization girls, after they go through their 12 weeks, if they're at a point where we think they can continue, that's the alumni program that, oh, they're, wow. that they're pushed okay. into. But in this one, we have a mindset course. And so in Fit Forever, we dive way deeper into like yep. mindset. We think long-term, big picture here during this one, because it's, it's a year-long program that wow. everyone's in. And in one of the trainings is we call it like the top three. And so I love that you mentioned yep. this because it kind of takes our top three and turns it into like more of a health side of it. Cause we think we're the training specifically that I'm thinking of is like productivity and stuff. Okay. If you put on your to-do list, Hey, I've got to do 15 things today. You mm-hmm. might get one of those things done. You're not going to get any more than that. Cause you're going to overwhelm yourself and you're just going to push it to the side. But if you yep. break those th- things down over the week and you do top threes for every single day, and those top threes are moving the needle forward and what you're actually trying to get oh, done. I love that. That's kind of the big picture of it. And I love that you just kind of pivoted that into a health version of it, of like water, hugging yourself, right? get in a thousand steps, whatever right. it may be, the smallest thing that you need to do. So if you have to, if, if you're in our training and you've seen that training, then maybe try to pair that with a hmm. health version of it as well. Three things for productivity, whether it be your relationship, work, 
I guess you can do personal life too into it. And then yeah. like your, your goals for fitness as well. That's mm-hmm. such, yeah. what a crazy correlation. That's I perfect. learned it from, <laughs> yeah, I learned it from my business coaches. And once I learned that I came back and started implementing it after a retreat that I learned it at and my productivity. Oh yeah. Oh my God. No, no. I'm like, well, so damn, much different. I gotta add this into my work. I'll okay. send you the training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The training. Very it's cool. So it makes uh, the biggest difference because you can overwhelm yourself so easily. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. There's so many things to do. There right. is. And, oh my gosh. I'm the type of person that wants to do everything. Everything. <laughs> everything to optimize. Like, yeah. oh, right. Shut up. Exactly. And it, in doing everything, it's like you feel productive, but mm-hmm. you're not, you're not productive. You're just making yourself busy. Yeah. There's, there's a big difference. Busy yeah. work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Busy work. Yep. I love busy work. I could yeah. do busy work all day long. All day. Because you check things off the to-do list yeah. and stuff, but it's not actually moving the needle forward in right. what you need to be doing. And not intentional for like what you're really trying to do. Right. Like yep. I'm assuming in that list of 15 things for the productivity side of it, you're picking the things that are maybe the most important that will move the needle mm-hmm. the furthest and like prioritizing it in that yeah. way. I've gotten, I used to be really, so for example, for say I'm making one of the trainings for one of those things, I would put make blank training. Okay. That's really broad. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I have to look at it and be like, okay, break it down between figure out topic for next training, make outline for next training, schedule time in your day to video training, schedule time in your day to edit training, schedule time in your day to upload training. So all of those six things are going to be split out between two days. So instead of like putting it all on my plate to try and do all of that on that one day that might overwhelm me and I'm really never going to get it done anyways. If you spread it out and break it up into those little small tasks, you get it done so much faster and so much more productive too. Like the end product is so much better. I like that a lot. And it's also the like, mm, the like, satisfaction of being able to check something off when you have one thing on your to-do list that's like (laughs) do complete this powerpoint presentation (laughs) it's like okay i can only check that off when this is done yeah there are so many things that goes into this and it's gonna feel really good when i hit that check so like (laughs) if i can break out those check marks oh for sure (laughs) like really it feels more productive but you're also doing the things that you need to do to get to that end goal of finishing the powerpoint type of thousand percent yeah and it's the same way for like like you said breaking down the water goal start with Mm -hmm. one glass of water so on monday do one glass of water on tuesday do one glass of water on wednesday if you're feeling like oh well that was that was easy two glasses of water say two glasses of water if that's still easy add it up things like that yep. and break down your goals and so I think a good way to break it down too would be morning and nighttime routines mm-hmm. don't say I'm gonna do this 10-step morning routine tomorrow Ugh. start with step one yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then add on to it which is maybe making your bed or something right. like or getting up at alarm small. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it can be small yeah and I think that there's nothing wrong with small accomplishments and you should celebrate every single one I personally Period. think the smaller the accomplishment, the bigger the impact. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because it shows that you're willing to put in that little work that yeah. might not be seen at the end and of the day. And that's the big difference of things. Yeah, yeah for Ooh, sure. Love that. Love yeah. That. Awesome. I love it. A little tangent there, but, <laughs> yeah, but hope it helps someone. <laughs> it helped me. I like that. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, like, I, I was like, I need the training. <laughs> I'm thinking of my to-do list for work. I'm like, wait a it second. It makes a big difference. There's yeah. um, there's this productivity planner I use that I actually have a training on that one, too. I'll send you the link for it. It's really cool. It breaks it down for you kind of in that way. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. It's awesome. Love it. I love it. Cool. Find it on Amazon. <laughs> there you go. Everything's on Amazon. I swear I get an Amazon package every day. <laughs> Same. It's, it's gross. <laughs> it's bad. Um, I think I got a text message while we were here that I got one. <laughs> um, I uh, Since I think we're done with questions, I just want to say that I have been listening to your podcast, and I just think that the words that you're putting out there for your listeners are so important, and it's so raw, and it's so real. And a lot of people 
are probably really connecting with your content because I know I am. And so thank you for letting me be your first guest oh, and thank just for you. being thank here. Thank you for coming. Oh yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> thank you. Blast. Seriously. Like I knew this would just be so easy and so yeah, fun yeah. and a great conversation. And we just appreciate you being here so much. Yeah. Very, very thankful. Yay. <laughs> all right you guys well we hope that something that emma and all of us talked about today really resonated with you if you have any questions for us or have any questions for emma specifically i'll put our instagrams in the um description of the podcast so you can reach out if you mm-hmm. please yeah we we love anything that even if it's not a question if you and it's just oh like gosh. no i am a resonation or something like you know it's my favorite i yeah. love watching your instagram stories oh wow. i know i'm like tapped Thank in i'm like yes <laughs> What's it's like a diary. I yeah, love it. I it is my diary. <laughs> yeah. I really, really take well, my, I abuse my stories. At one point. It's okay. We love it. You did write my internet diary in your bio. I don't I know if it's still there. Yeah. I think that might be my bio. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> like, I love oh that gosh, idea. You're right. I'm, I'm living my truth. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't know that was in your bio. I have to go yeah. look at that. That's so funny. Yeah. Yep. So yes, please. If you have questions, if you have uh, no, no questions. Just want to say hi. Maybe we yeah. can talk about cats too. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot of things. Sending love <laughs> and prayers to Dobby as well. Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you. All right, y'all. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast, um, and we will be back next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.